Well, hey there, and welcome back to the show. Now, many, many, many years ago, I began my spiritual journey. Now, little did I know that my spirituality is a huge part of treating my ADHD. During this episode, Christina Fletcher interviews me on her podcast, Showing Up Whole. It was a powerful conversation about spirituality, what it means to show up whole with ADHD, and how living a vision-driven life is what you might call practical spirituality. We talked about getting to know your ADHD and learning your own mind, how to keep your focus and visualize a happy future, how to know what you want, and what it means to live a yoga life off the mat. Now, Christina Fletcher is a spiritual awareness coach. She's an energy healer, an intuitive wife to her soulmate, and mom of three passionate spirits. She is also host to the Showing Up Whole podcast, focused on bringing your whole self into balance, mind, body, heart, and spirit. She's recently expanded her business beyond the parenting focus, offering simple tools to end overwhelm so you can feel grounded, whole, and connected to a spiritual force that flows through you and around you continually. But before we dig in, I wanted to share a word from our sponsor. Now, have you ever felt like you were at a loss as to how best to support your child with ADHD? Well, you're not alone. It's not easy knowing what the right next step is for your child. And that's why my friend and colleague, Holly Blanc Moses, created the ADHD Summit. It's a free, amazing four-day online event, including game-changing strategies from over 30 leading ADHD experts. Now, today is the last day of the summit, but you can still purchase or you can still register to listen to day four's goodness. And if you're wishing you'd been there for the whole summit, you can still purchase the one year access to the summit at the early bird rate of just $67, including some really great bonuses. Now where the recordings are easily accessible and they're broken down into easy to find categories. So day number one focuses on diagnosing ADHD and physical and mental health. Day two is all about school and learning. Day three is about behavior. And day four, the focus is home life. And by the way, yours truly is speaking about ADHD parents raising ADHD kids on this day. Today, <laughs> now go to bit.ly.com forward slash VDM dash ADHD summit 2022, or you can find the link in the show notes. So go register for the, uh, for the summit, hit pause, go register for the summit, and then come back and enjoy this powerful conversation with Christina Fletcher. And you're listening to the Vision Driven Mom with ADHD podcast with Tracy Nolan Bierman, where we believe that you can have ADHD without ADHD having you. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories, as well as invaluable tips, tools, and practices for managing overwhelm and using your beautiful, unique mind as a superpower. Motherhood with ADHD is the journey of a lifetime. Let's enjoy the ride together. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Showing Up Whole. Today, I have a fascinating conversation because we are discussing mindfulness, spirituality, and also ADHD. We are talking with Tracy Nolan Bierman, who uses her combination of experiences as a vibe coach, a certified life mastery consultant, and almost 30 years on the yoga mat to help moms with ADHD, with adolescents with ADHD, manage their overwhelm so they can be present, focused, and connected. Here we go. 
Hi, Tracy. It is great to have you here. And I'm so excited that we are having this conversation. <laughs> I am too. And thank you so much for having me today. I Can I just say, I love your energy. And I just, I was really looking forward to this conversation because you have such great energy. It makes, it's, it's, it's infectious, like in a good way. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I love yours. And I was really excited to have this conversation. And then we started talking just before this, when I heard how your work has really fine-tuned to ADHD, this is something that affects so many people yeah. now. So, I mean, you know that like this whole podcast is about wholeness and about really showing up as yourself. And when you bring an ADHD into that, ah, so what an amazing focus that you have really fine-tuned in. This is brilliant. Yeah, thank you. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. And I'm so excited to be diving in. (laughs) Okay, so let's actually, let's just start with your own journey in this, because you just mentioned before going on, we were talking about how your own journey really started as someone with ADHD, and sometimes that can really be overwhelming. Your daughter also has ADHD. So what does that look like? Uh, What does that look like? before and after yeah. the work you've done. Well, I'll I'll tell you I've I've known about the ADHD for 20 plus years. So it's not it's not new to me. I know a lot of people are getting diagnosed themselves when they when they find out that their kids have it, they tend to, "Oh, mm. Mm, okay, me too," right? It kind of makes sense of your whole life. Well, I spent yep. most of those 20 years denying that I was affected by my ADHD, which is very interesting. Now, when my son was about three three years old, he will be 15 in August, I noticed some concerning behavior, right? Now, he was a kid, he was a baby who was highly sensitive. He had some sensory stuff. He was colicky. Like, I mean, (laughs) we're a neurotypical family, (laughs) which is not not a neurotypical. We are neurodiverse, right? Uh, Acting as a neurotypical family, which is very different. But when he was about Mm. three years old, I noticed some concerning behavior. I noticed some, um, some, lots of pessimism and negativity and self-loathing in a three-year-old. And I thought, how in the heck, like, how does a three-year-old know enough about himself to dislike himself? Well, I realized, you know, we're very, we're highly sensitive in our family. He was getting it from me. I didn't realize that immediately, initially, but I realized he was getting it from me. And so I'm like, okay, I have done so much work on myself over, you know, the past decade and a half before I had my kids. Um, Now it's time to really do the work, like actually take what I had learned and put it into practice. And so through trial and error, I came upon, I learned how to live a vision-driven life, what I call living a vision-driven life, and it completely changed my life. Now, it's, it's continually something that it's a moving toward what you want rather than pushing away from what you don't. It's a very different way than what we are taught, right? We're taught to live a circumstance-driven life where life happens and we base what we can do and what we can't, can't do on our circumstances. This is a different way. It's a moving toward what you want. Now... I love the way you've described that. That's brilliant. Yeah, and it is That's, brilliant. Yeah. It's a different way. Yeah. It's a different feeling. It's a different, it's a more empowering way to live. Now, so I had that experience when my son was three. He was on the early end of a lot of work, right? And then we had this this uh, this interesting pandemic 
and virtual sixth grade and learned that my daughter had ADHD. And in which kind of, and we're still working through that, right? And which sent my own ADHD into overdrive the past two years. Oh my goodness, like managing all the things. Mm. So that's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, I've been working with moms for about six years um, in this capacity as a vibe coach. And I have just pivoted just a little bit because, oh my goodness, Christina, we need help. <laughs> this population yeah. needs support. Yeah. And I think you raise a really interesting point. The fact that the pandemic amplified everything, everything for everyone. Right. It was like if you had something, and I think it, that's a really important thing for listeners to hear, that if you're feeling intense emotion or if you feel like everything's just become hyperdrive, then that's what's happened. Right. We, 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 everything kind of slowed down so it could vamp up in this very strange way and be under a microscope almost and just be enhanced. Anything that was not working is, boop, there it is. Yeah. (laughs) Oop, there it is. Exactly. There it is. (laughs) It's like rising out of, and it's really interesting. I mean, doing any energy work or anytime I go into someone's field, it's amazing how often I will feel this energy just kind of eking out where it's just building and building and building. And it's got to be dealt with. So if I imagine that with ADHD, which I mean, I know my family can easily run that scale as well. We we kind of just go, we don't know what this diversity is, but we know it's there. (laughs) So and and so as that, I know that depending on which direction that can go, that enhanced state uh, that can be a whirlwind, a, sp- a downward spiral for right. sure. That can be a very negative experience. So how do people catch this? How do they observe it within themselves? And what would you say? Well, I guess, what? let's start there. How do they observe it within themselves? What's the first steps? So here is what, here is what I know. When you find out what you know there are different tests that you can do online to see if you're now these days with all of this you know we're all online right bing 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 is our attention is we are living in a society right now of we're breeding adhd right i was gonna say we really are and it's the not being able to focus not being able to stay present being everywhere but where you where you want to be right everywhere else um but when you learn that you have ADHD, let's say you get a diagnosis or you, it, it makes sense of your entire life. So it's not just, so mm. there's a difference. There's a, there's what's going on right now. And also what I'm learning, Christina, is the more that I dig into, you know, and, and let go of the denial because I was in denial that it was affecting me for decades, right? When I let go of the, the denial and I really dig deep into what, what what it is and how it affects me and it affects people everybody in a different way right there are lots of Mm, different forms of it um but it will make sense of your entire life and what i'm understanding is that ptsd the symptoms of ptsd and the symptoms of adhd very very similar so if we are a lot of us over the past year there is some pts there's some major ptsd going on Oh, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's across the board from the last two years. Everyone is saying that we are having some serious trauma that are being. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, is that it's treated in very similar ways. Mindfulness, 
huge for for everybody for yeah. for treating PTSD and for treating ADHD too. And you can start within yourself. And we know that when we are being mindful, when we are bringing ourselves down and present and connected and grounded, then our kids who may or may not have ADHD will also be grounded. Now there is there is a neural, you know, there there's a there there's a chemical imbalance, right? So, you know, we may need we may need other things. I am not, we talked a little bit about medication. I am not medicated. I've tried medication mm -hmm. Decades ago, I just didn't find anything. For one thing, I'm like, don't even take like to take an Advil. Um, that's just me. Um, but <laughs> no, me too. <laughs> yeah, but I but I do. I've pulled in essential oils that work for me, and I use my crystals to help me stay grounded. And the mindfulness and the the uh, the visioning is huge for staying for keeping your mind focused. Right, because just like a puppy, do, do you know Pam Grouch? She wrote E squared. No, I don't oh, know. It's delightful. It's E squared nine energy experiments that prove that your thoughts create your reality. You would love it. Ooh, okay. she's, that sounds amazing. she's amazing. And she talks about your mind being like a puppy, right? So you bring your mind back. You bring your mind gently and with grace, right? Bring your mind back just like you would if you were, you're training a puppy, right? If you're potty training a puppy, yeah. bringing your mind back brilliant. to now. Right. And what's important now, what you're feeling right now. Wow, that's powerful. There's OK, there's a lot of different directions that we can take this, because the thing is, is you're right right now after the pandemic, after uh, not even just the pandemic. It's interesting because someone is talking about it to me and they said, you know, the pandemic is just the next thing right. that has scrambled yes. everyone. This has been going on for about 20 years of online activity. Right. And we have gotten so used to being spread out. I know personally, the last two years, I've noticed, last year, maybe, my my ability to multitask and try to focus. You know, we always say, oh, moms, we're supposed to juggle all these balls. And we're the, you know, it was always this thing. Oh, women are so good at multitasking. Right. Yeah. No. no, not anymore. Yeah. This is not the case anymore. Right. Our multitasking muscles have been burned yeah. out. So as far as that with ADHD, with that sense of focus, I love what you're saying of internalizing mm -hmm your moment, internalizing your focus, really doing the inner work so that then you can expand out from That's that. exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that it, it's such a beautiful approach. Mm -hmm. Um, because I mean, we had touched a little bit on it before clicking record that really everyone's focus is outside. Yeah. It's out. Outside right. Well, that was with my son. I'll just fix him. Right. No, yes. I'll just fix this. I will get an organizer to help me with this. I will do this out, 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 out. But if we are not centered and and organized in our minds, then we're going to continue to have the disorganization and the overwhelm on the outside. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that internalization can be very intimidating. Yeah. Oh, yes. It, yes. Because it's a scary wants to go there. Yeah. Really? I mean, it's, it's, it takes courage and the rewards far outweigh the fear of what you might find. It's true. And it's interesting, that fear, isn't it? That fear of actually going within to actually start with yeah. you. Um, it can be rooted in a lot of places. It 
Okay. I mean, for many people, it can be not liking themselves, being needing to face things. They think that healing is a long process journey where it needs to be pulling out all of your dirty laundry right. and dealing with it. Um, but interestingly enough, for a mom with ADHD, how much of it is also the actual ability to focus on the work that needs to be done? What, what is that? Like, how do you actually start with mindfulness from a space of ADHD? Because I know even with my small ADHD kind of scattered attention that I know exists, right. um, you know, I can dip in to do the work. And then sometimes something will be like, oh, do I have time to do this? Or do I need to think about X, Y, Z? Right. And that's always, you know, it's always, yes, you do have time, Christina. Calm down. But <laughs> it's, it's still there. Right. There's, there's that initial doubt. So what steps do you stay? I mean, it's easy to say mindfulness, but what steps would that look like? Where does that begin? You know, the biggest thing for me is the, um, the uh, doing my, what I call vibe care, <laughs> taking care of my mind, even, you know, even if I, in being still using a guided meditation daily, um, actually at this point, I don't use the guided meditation, but for anybody who's starting a guided meditation, that's going to, that's going to keep you present and focused. Um, yeah. Walking is a really, really good thing. So here's the thing with ADHD, we're all often um, uh, lacking some dopamine. So things that can bring us back like walking. And the, so the thing about walking is that for one thing, you're getting the, the hit of dopamine just by the moving your body, right? The, the movement in your body. But you're also, you're also um, feeding that need for the ADHD mind of uh, variety. So you're walking and you're seeing birds and you're seeing different things. And you're seeing what, wherever you are. So it's a really interesting, um, I actually have a, a vision a vision walk that I do. I have an, a, a guided audio um, oh, yeah, brilliant. it's a 30 minute walk. It's brilliant for the ADHD mind. So starting my day with a walk outside, you know, I'm not a gym person. I've got to be out. I've got to be able to see and hear and like really experience with all of my senses. That is a way to stay focused. Um, now the focus, focus is tough. Yeah. My mind wants to go in a million different, and I can hyper, hyper focus too. Like I can really get things done, man. I can really get things done when I'm interested, when I'm very interested, uh, yeah. housework and stuff like that. No, not uh. so much, but w back to your question, the, um, so I teach living a vision driven life. Right. And that all starts with having a vision for me. What helps me is that I write down, I do like little, a little, maybe 10 bullet points of what's important to me. What's important today? What's important? What do I want? And then I've kind of, I have a vision board, which is a visual um, tool that I use to bring, okay, am I, mm -hmm. and, and kind of using my, my vision as a, um, you know, um, I, I, I talk about a lot about absolute yeses and absolute noes, like being super clear about an absolute yes. These are my absolute yeses. And if it's not an absolute yes, then it's a no, but I have to continue to bring myself back. And so I use the tools like, you know, um, like timers to keep me on track in my, my vision board that is right here. So I can see it. I'm looking at it right now so I can see it and reminds me that, Oh, am I staying on track? Am I staying focused on what's important? What I say is important. It wow, sounds that's so brilliant. simple. It's not. <laughs> it's simple well, and not easy. And I mean, right? it's in, 
No, and exactly, like, because there's the step just before that where you set up your vision board Mm -hmm. and you go into, because this is like a conversation that I often have with people. It's like vision boards. Like, how do you know what you want? And I mean, again, ADHD mind, so many options. There are. I know, right? There's so many options. What do you want? Okay. And um, it also then leads into, I mean, I know personally with me, I love to imagine things. I've always had a big imagination. So therefore, I can go in one direction and I can imagine it and I can feel it. I'm like, oh my God, that feels amazing. And then I can step away from it and you go, I don't really want that. That was someone else. (laughs) That's not really me. Oh, I want this one. So, I mean, okay, the more I'm talking about you, I think I really definitely have ADHD. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I like you so much. (laughs) There you go. It's like, it's a creative power. What can I do? You can do this for good. Um, So, but that, even then, those first initial steps, those can make people panic because you go, I don't want to lose my grasp of the focus that I might have. So how do you find out what you want? How do you find your vision? You know, you start with your absolutes. What do you know for sure? Your absolute yeses Mm -hmm. in your life. Absolute yes, staying connected with my kids. Absolute yes, you know my my health and well being. Absolute yes for me is growth, personal growth. If I, that is my number one core value, if I am not learning and growing, I'm I'm I feel like I'm dying. I feel my life feels watered down. Right? Took me mm-hmm. a long time yeah. to realize that when I put my when I put my myself last, um, I sink. When I put myself and yeah. my personal growth first, I rise. Right. And then I can lead and I can, I can lead my life, but you start with your absolutes, your absolute yeses and your absolute no's. Right. And a lot of times, especially over the past two years, we are very clear about our no's. Right. But what we can (laughs) do is we can turn them around. We can turn the no's around. We can create solutions around the no's. So instead of focusing, it's all where your focus is. If we're focusing on the nose, we tend to, we find it, we find the nose, we find what we're uncomfortable with or what we don't like. But if we can turn that around and create solutions, you know, what is the opposite? So, so um, I play this game with my clients, like what is the opposite of overwhelm? Okay. And I actually have a, um, a, it's a dictionary of emotions, which I love. So it's just kind of playing with emotions. Overwhelm is a very different feeling than overflowing. So what if we turned it around and, you know, I am overflowing with people to love. I am overflowing with, um, with, uh, you know, with thoughts. I'm overflowing instead of overwhelmed. That's a, that's a little, I'm kind of a little off track, but taking your nose and turn, turning them around. If I'm feeling, if I don't want to feel tired anymore, what I really want is to feel vibrant and energetic. So that would be a yes, right? So we're turning it around. So we're not focusing on the no's, we're focusing on the yeses. And it could be the opposite of the no or a solution. So that is where like, so we don't have to make it, oh my God, what do I want for my life? We start with the no's and the yeses, simply. Uh because when you know what you don't want, you know yes. what you do. Or That's... you can you can look at it with the the uh, solution based. You know, yeah. like we, That's brilliant. Instead of the problems, we look at the solutions. Yeah, I love that because what it actually implies too is the fact that your challenges, um, your the bumps in the road, 
are there to give you that clarity. Right. So that transforms them to even become gifts, exactly. which is something that I firmly believe. So I love, love yeah. that. We're just going to pause one sec for a short break. If you're feeling like you need some guidance and support through the current information overload you find online right now, if you're craving a deeper understanding of spirituality, how to navigate from a whole perspective and learn how to parent your children through these stressful times as your best self, I invite you to check out my website, spirituallyawareparenting.com. I'm Christina Fletcher, and as a self-development and spirituality coach for busy moms, I bring my 25 years of experience in the field of self-help and spiritual studies to each aspect of my work. As a trained energy healer, I can help you bridge what you learn to what you really know, allowing you to create those natural shifts within you. And I also clear out any trapped energy along the way. As a conscious parent coach, I can help you create authentic relationships and build in spiritual connection with your family. From my books that launched my career to coaching services, you'll also find information about my upcoming group program, Co-Parenting with the Universe, which is a six-month deep dive to take you from drained and scattered to free, connected, and in soul-led communication with your children. Come check me out at spirituallyawareparenting.com and feel free to reach out at any time. And we're back. Okay, so you can ask those questions, you get clear on where you want to go, you put the vision board and you start training your mind like that puppy to really practice your vision life. And then you're dealing with your kids. Yes, you are. Who likely have ADHD right. as well. And all of a sudden, you're juggling two balls. Yep. Oh, lots of them. Oh, <laughs> or maybe, like a- maybe you have your vision over here and then you have your kids and all of their stuff over right. here. Okay. So what does that look like? Um, it's tough. It's tough. I can tell mm-hmm. we, we, uh, we spoke before we, before you hit record, um, we uh, found out that my daughter had ADHD with uh, sixth grade. She entered sixth grade in 2020, um, sixth grade uh, virtual school. <sighs> she sunk. Oh my virtual, God. Yeah. virtual, virtual, virtual is not great for ADHD, really. Um, no. So what I have to continually bring myself back to is I cannot help her until I yep. am grounded in myself, right? So I can't, and it's hard because I feel her, you know, I'm, I'm also, also an empath, also, I'm also an empath. So I'm also an empath. So I feel her energy and I feel the, you know, and mm-hmm. I feel the, the sadness and the, you know, I feel that I feel all of it. Um, so, but bringing myself back. Okay. What do I need in this moment? And a lot of times, Christina, for me, it's like putting my hand on my heart and putting my, um, right hand on the, on my heart and my left hand on my solar plexus. And like, I've got this, I've got this, you know, and there's something about your heart putting your, you know, that, that there's something amazing about it's a grounded feeling. I also, I'm a barefoot person. I didn't realize this until recently that there's a thing called grounding, who knew? Oh, I didn't yeah. know, but I've yep. always known that I, my feet do not like to be in shoes. They like to be in the grass, in the dirt. They like to be, mm-hmm. you know, so doing things like taking just a minute to go outside, take a pause, you know, yep. 
take a couple of breaths or do some tapping. I know lots. I'm, I'm sharing lots of different yep. tools, but no, but there is so many tools. So many and I mean, tools. really, that's a really good thing to actually say, okay, tapping if you can't ground, because I believe you live somewhere warm. I'm in yes. North Carolina. Yes. Warmer. Yes, okay. definitely. Yes. Warmer. Right. So, okay. so you so, yes. can't I mean, where you are because you're. I'm in the UK. So I, we are actually have quite a mild UK winter right yeah. now, but I'm, a lot of people listening might be covered in snow. Right. And I, every time I say, oh, go outside. It's They're like, wait a minute, they're frozen. Don't do that. <laughs> it's like my toes are blue. Right. No, don't right. do that. <laughs> but yeah, still grounding. Absolutely. And even if it means doing it from your house and imagining your feet trailing energy all the way down into the past the basement into the right. do it that exactly. way whatever you need to do yeah and eft 100 mm, love the eft so oh, amazing so you find that space you connect to yourself because i love what you're saying you can't you can't help someone who is in the throes of overwhelm and emotional ups and downs and be in that space yourself yeah and you know even yeah even though I have been on the yoga mat for 30 years this year, 30 years, right? And even though I've been practicing yoga and meditation and I've been doing all this mind-body work, that sixth grade of virtual school, um, I had a hard time. I forgot my tools a lot of times. I had to really dig back in and remember when I'm realizing, oh my gosh, when I realized that my daughter was missing a hundred assignments, the stress oh in me God. just, oh my God, right? So not helpful for anyone. It's, yeah. it's, it's continually, I continually have to bring myself, what is, you know, putting my hand and that's something simple we can do. Put, put my hand on my heart. Yeah. It's just the remembering, but the more we practice, the better we get, right? Yeah. And yeah. that starting my day, and I'm not perfect at it, but starting my day with my walk and my meditation um, and, you know, just maybe just like 10 minutes of yoga, maybe maybe just 10 sun salutations, just some way to be back in yeah. my body. It sets the tone for the rest of my day so I can remember. Oh, yeah. But the more we practice that 10 minutes of meditation, the better we get. The easier it is to be mindful in those moments right? It's all, all of it. It's practice. It's what you teach, right? The practice. It's all about the practices. Absolutely. And it's phenomenal because you think you kind of will practice one of these things. And I mean, especially if people like to pull these things out when they're at a number 10, right? right? It's like, okay, I need to calm myself down. No, no, but you can't make sure that you you can't can't find it there because I'm not doing it. It's because you're not. And then you feel like a failure and you're going to feel guilty. No, drop the pebble in when you're just first thing in the morning. And what's amazing is, I mean, even myself where, you know, I, that's like, again, same as you, that's like, I have my system. That's what I have to keep to every morning. Like before I go to my desk, that's what I'm doing. Um, but there's been a couple of times, even over the last couple of months that, you know, oh, we're all going out as a family. Oh, we have to get up early. Oh, meditation doesn't right. happen. And by the end of the day, you notice, oh, yep. why is my brain in all these different directions? Oh, that's because I missed my I practice. Missed it, right. So the, the clarity is in the contrast, mm-hmm. right? Like the same as what we're talking about, like knowing what you don't want, knowing what you do is the same. Right. So in that I love, I love how you point that out, that really 
do the practice, and then you have the tools to again go back right. in in a time of crisis. Yeah, and you know, and you can pose. You mentioned up. sometimes I don't know what it is about, but the the uh, I I've not been fantastic about getting myself up before my kids that which I know is amazing especially over the past two years ever since we got all got sent home like I don't it's I've I so I've had to readjust to kind of like readjusting when I had kids I'm not doing an hour of yoga every day I'm just not right I'm taking what I can get and if I don't get the whole you know I like I do an hour in the morning what ideally I'm doing a 30 minute walk 10 minute yoga, 10 minute meditation, 10 minutes of writing. Oh my God. If I can do all of that, amazing, right? If I don't, then, you know, last night I did, uh, it's starting to get a little bit lighter out. So I was able to go for a walk at five, right? For my 30 minute walk. So, and I did my meditation in the middle of the day. So, yep. Ideally, it's all together, but it doesn't have to be perfect. And we don't have to like, can the whole thing because we don't have the hour, right? Well, and also, I think I go along the line too, that sometimes we need to have that. Sometimes it's like, you know, sometimes that can be the universe nudging you in the direction of saying, actually, life's a little scattered today. So take the meditation in the afternoon, which will ground the rest of your day. Sometimes it's actually guided that way. Sometimes it actually is about that flow of that. So it's, it's, but you're right. It, it's so tempting to be like, I didn't get my hour. Can't. Right. And uh, I know, like I was doing beautifully a couple of years ago of getting up before everybody else. And especially in the winter, mm-hmm. I'm awful I at know. it. Right. You know, when it's I love my bed. dark <laughs> the morning before yeah. the kids get up. Like, I oh. love bed. Yes. <laughs> I try to convince myself I should meditate in bed. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't even convince myself of that. I don't even think of that. I'm like, no, hello. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's so nice. But, um, but still you take where you take those things. You don't give yourself a bad time. Right. With those things. Right. There's also the powerful thing that once your kids are awake and you are actually saying, Oh, I've got to go meditate now. I mean, they must see you do your practice. They do. They know. They know what I do. Oh, what is my, um, what is it? My, my son, my son talks about my crystal ball. Like I don't have a crystal ball, but <laughs> his idea, his mind, you know, my, my spirituality and my, my yoga and meditation and all of that. Like he's like, cause I have, I do have a yoga room. I'm grateful um, that I have a yoga yeah. room that I can, it's off the kitchen, but you know, I still have a yoga room. Still? Um, but, um, but yeah, they know what I'm doing, right? They are seeing me even, yeah. even if <laughs> Christine, I have to tell you this when, when they were little, I used to, um, I used to breathe with them. Right. And I used to encourage them. Okay, let's breathe. Let's breathe. And then one day my son was like, oh my gosh, she's breathing again. <laughs> so I got to head it back off and okay. Forcing my kids to breathe is not working. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I could totally relate. It's so funny. Cause I used to be all like, you know, okay, we're going to pass down these principles. Right. And then I noticed that slowly they were going, oh no. And I was like, I can't have them like having negative connotations around spiritual right? practices. I'm like, this is not happening. Right. So yeah, I decided I had to back off and it's just being the example, yeah, being, being the, example. the example. Right. And I do feel like they get and, that by osmosis too. Just like my son was getting the negativity and the pessimism and the self-loathing. 
he's getting my even my little bits of um, of stillness every day. You know, they they all are. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, honestly, it's amazing. My my daughters now are like eighteen, nineteen, and it's only been the last few years that all of a sudden you could tell having watched. It's in the problem solving. Mm. That's what I've noticed, that as they get older, all of a sudden they go problem solving. So they'll come to my desk, they'll grab my pendulum, and they'll be asking like their higher selves, or they have their own oracle card decks. They right. they will meditate when they get stressed out. They know from just observing me deal with stress or overwhelm or different things right. as they experience it older. And all of a sudden it really clicks in after 17, 18. Right. Isn't that so. a beautiful thing? So we have that look to do. I have that to look forward to. My kids are uh, 13 do. and 14. So. Oh no, hundred yeah. percent. And I mean, I have a 12 year old and he, I mean, he's been raised with it. He's witnessing his sisters, but I know he's not in his room meditating. Right. He's like, he's in the contrast age. Yeah. And you go, okay, that's fine. You're in the contrast age. Having older kids makes it a lot I easier. I love that. You go, Don't worry, you're in the contrast age. That's a lovely. That's a lovely term. That's yeah. a really oh, light and lovely it term. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> and it's so true. Having now had daughters who come out of that t- stage, I can say it's a contrast right. age. And you go, this one's rough. We'll get through it. And then something happens when they hit 17, 18. And you go, oh. Okay. So all the work. Guess what? We have all these right. tools. So all the work that yeah. I've done, and yeah, I do see my yeah. my daughter. They like to go to the the uh, the um, new age, my favorite new age books bookstore, to get me gifts for awesome. Christmas and my birthday. But they also, <laughs> I get you know, Katie, Katie my, my daughter's been asking, you know, can we go to the can we go to the the uh, the crystal store? Like, yeah, yeah of course yes. we can. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. No, they know anytime like, and it's interesting actually that she's going for crystals. Cause I know that that was the first bridge for mm. mine that they all of a sudden noticed how much better they felt when they had a crystal right. with them, especially one of my daughters. Oh my goodness. Like just so sensitive right. to them. And it's her, uh, she just felt totally drawn to them. And that was the first looking, looking for an energetic shift, mm. looking for a solution right. outside of something that you know that they can internalize right 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 anyway yeah how beautiful uh, yeah yeah no it's 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 an amazing journey i love the fact that now if she is if your daughter has been diagnosed with adhd and now you're dealing with this she also is able to witness you using these tools to deal with right well and we talk a lot you know like I get you. I know you don't feel like I get you, but I have a similar mind as you do. And I have over the years, I have learned these, what works for me and what doesn't. Right. And we all do, right? Like all of these tools that we're talking about and these spiritual practices. um, And I love how you call it uh, practical spirituality, right? Because as moms, we have to, it has to be practical. It has to. Yes. Absolutely. It's got to be right there. Fast. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and learning what works for you and what system works for you. If you are absolutely an ADHD, a lot of people with ADHD mornings, heck no, no, they couldn't do the, the, the morning ritual that I know sets me up for success for the day, but we find what works for us, right? We find we've, and the people, the people that help to help us to stay grounded and remind us of who we are. And, and also the, and this is for everybody, but that not denying your, who you are, you know, like I did for many years. And I'm like, I'm, 
I'm ex- I'm accepting of myself, warts and all, except for that piece. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that interesting? Yeah, it is so interesting. And I was just going to say that actually when you when you brought that up, that I love how you approach the authentic person as well. Like if something doesn't work with you, it's amazing how many people will think, oh, well, I need to, I need to get up early. I need to do this. I need to do that in order to get that focus. Right. Try it on. See, maybe, maybe your practice needs to be at night. Maybe your practice needs to be at small increments throughout the day. Give yourself permission to listen to what works for you. Because it's got to resonate because if, if it doesn't resonate with you, then you're not going to do it. And then you're going to be mad at yourself because you're not doing what you're yeah. supposed to be doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the shame kicks in and the guilt kicks in and you feel like a failure. And that's another thing to pull your we're talking about internalization yeah. in a lot of ways. Like this is internalizing I want to say internalizing the yoga mat, like what, because you always say that, but that doesn't sound, that doesn't put the right images right, in the right, right, right. But still, <laughs> it's like, but still, that's the idea. It's like you have the yoga practice, you have the mindfulness practices, you have all the mindset practices, and everyone's talking about these practices. But in all honesty, it's, you have to internalize them. You have to make them right. your own. You have to claim them as yourself. That's exactly it. And you know, you, you, you mentioned yeah. the yoga. I have done so many different, tried so many different modalities. This is me, right? I've tried so many different modalities. I always come back to the mat. The mat is where the mat is. Um, it's it for me, right? That mind body connection. That's where I get it. And what I've learned is that the, the living a vision driven life and, and this work that I, that I teach, it's really about taking how you feel on the mat into your life and how empowering if you think about this okay you can on your mat you can be uh peaceful right you can be calm you can you can um go into a meditative state on your mat you can get into a warrior pose and feel incredibly powerful and confident on your mat you can go into a standing pose like tree and you can be um you can have harmony you can feel balanced like if we can do these things on the mat, we can absolutely do them off the mat as well. We just like we think of the mat like, oh, that hour of yoga. Oh my gosh, I look forward to that hour of yoga because that's all I got. But it's not because we have the power to bring that into life. It's a beautiful, that's beautifully realization. Said. That's beautifully said because it's interesting. You can hear, you can look into yoga, and you can hear people say, "Well, yoga, you know, traditionally isn't just about the movement. There's like a yoga is a way of right. life." And you kind of go, "That's a nice philosophy." It, it, how nice okay. is that? But again, right? how nice that would be ideal, hundred yeah. percent. But there is a sense of not being able to internalize that. Right. The way you've just described that, what a great internal um, viewpoint to be able to actually go. When you're cooking, what is the yoga of your cooking? How how do you feel in your cooking? Where where can you find that energy within that so that you're fully present right. in that? When you're waiting at the traffic light, what is that moment? Is there a is there an energy of a pose behind that? Bringing it back to the conversation of ADHD, mm-hmm. what a great anchor for your yeah, mind! Right? Yeah, absolutely. Asking it that is question. the it is the the uh, that mind body connection of that you know staying focused you're focused when you are in a difficult pose or when you are you know not not in pain discomfort right when you're in that yeah. bit of discomfort you are you are present 
you are present with what you are doing. Such a beautiful uh, practice for people with ADHD, for all of us, but people with ADHD especially. Well, and that kind of goes into, too, what you were talking about of changing around your viewpoint when you mentioned like overwhelmed to overflow. Mm -hmm. What a beautiful shift to seeing something as challenging and painful to seeing it as discomfort, uncomfortable, a growth space, a stretch. Yeah. And what's needed here, right? I I do this um, with, as a vibe coach, I talk about the, the, uh, um, doing the, the expansion contraction test, right? How does it feel? How do you feel? How does the overwhelm feel in your body? Does it feel expansive? Like expansive is the, you know, it's that same energetic frequency as joy and love and abundance, right? Where you're almost, your gaze is almost looking up and your shoulders are back and your heart space is open. Contraction is when I, my gaze almost goes, goes down. I feel like I want to bring my shoulders in kind of almost going fetal, you know, that the, the, uh, the energy yeah. of anger, frustration, um, um, yeah. hopelessness, defensiveness, defensiveness, hopelessness, vulnerability. Right. Yeah. right. And Absolutely. just kind of where am I? And if I want to be, feel if, you know, we always want to go to the expansive place or more expansive, like the next level of expansion, next level of, of expansion, little bits by bits, because that's when we're connected. Right. When we're contracted, we're cutting ourselves off from our higher self, from other people, from the universe. And when we're expansive, we're we're connected. You know, it's the same energetic frequency as as uh, as joy and love, you know, and love is all it is. Absolutely. 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 I love it. I love it. And it's so you've made. You've made this very practical, oh. as you know. That's what I love. <laughs> I love you too, Christina, because you're so practical. <laughs> it's got to be practical. Hey, we're humans. The spirituality, we we came as spirits. That's what we are. We're really good at being spirits, but it's, uh, it's the human we stuff. are in a human body, right? right? We're in a human yeah. body. That's it. <laughs> got to bring it in. Oh, this has been an amazing conversation. Thank you so, so much. Okay, so your website visiondrivenmom.com okay perfect so and you're on all the social medias I will make sure all the links are in this podcast so everyone just go I also have a podcast that is vision Vision driven mom with ADHD Ah, okay. Yeah. So you've changed the title of it. I have, okay. Yeah, I'm moving. I'm moving in that direction, Christina. I'm, I'm really doing I'm this. <laughs> scared. That's impressive. Well, thank you. Yeah. No, but that's exciting. It, it feels very expansive. It feels, it feels it very feels, and you're right. It feels expansive. It feels yeah. right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's really, really exciting. Okay. So definitely go check over your podcast. Definitely check in with you. And yeah, we need to talk more. I know that we do. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. 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 I agree. All right. Thank you so much. And we'll talk. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the vision driven mom with ADHD podcast to get started on your vision driven mom journey. Go to visiondrivenmomwalk.com to download the vision walk audio guide. Join the collective of moms with ADHD moving their bodies and their lives forward and leaving overwhelm behind. Anything is possible, even for the mom with ADHD. Goodbye for now.